Good morning, my fellow potheads. This is your girl, Shannon, back at it with another episode of Pothead Stuff. Today, in the Marijuana Moment, which is an online newspaper for marijuana news, the Kansas House Democratic leaders' new marijuana bill would release prisoners and expunge records. That's the headline of the article. Let's see what it's about. Says, supported by dozens of his fellow representatives, House Majority Leader Vic Miller introduced a cannabis and amnesty bill. The House Bill 2363, sponsored by Miller, a Topeka Democrat, along with 34 other representatives, would release anyone convicted for marijuana-related offenses from their sentences and allow the expungement of marijuana-related convictions and arrest records from Kansas Records. The bill would go into effect July 1st of 2023. The bill stipulates that anyone serving probation, parole, prison, or jail sentences, along with their marijuana-related sentencing, would be immediately released with their arrest records and marijuana convictions expunged and purged from from all applicable state and federal systems, according to the bill language. It doesn't legalize it per se, but it eliminates the serving of a sentence punishment, Miller said. Miller sees the legislation as something of a remedy to the legislator's lack of action on marijuana legislation. While the bill's fiscal note isn't up yet, Miller said it could significantly reduce prosecution expenses. This is sort of a backdoor way of relieving people of penalty, Miller said, and in of itself it would save, in my mind, probably tens of thousands of dollars relating to these prosecutions in these incarcerations. Lawmakers on both sides of the aisle have discussed medical marijuana legalization following months of information gathering on the stature, taxation, and other process by a special committee. A common fear is that new legalization bills will suffer the same fate as the Senate Bill 560, which would have allowed for cultivation, distribution, processing, dispensing, and purchasing of marijuana and paraphernalia. The Kansas House approved medical marijuana legalization in 2021, but SB 560 died in the committee during the previous legislation session with Senate President Ty Masterson saying school funding issues were a higher priority. In both sides of us now in Missouri and Colorado, Oklahoma, Miller said, so I don't think we should, as Kansas, be in a race for last place to do something concerning everything. And it wouldn't be long before we are able, before we are the last to do it. I think the people of Kansas are ready. The bill has been placed in the House Corrections and Juvenile Justice Committee. Committee Chairman Representative Stephen Owens, a Heston Republican, said he needed to review the bill before making any comments. Vice Chair Representative Eric Smith, a Burlington Republican, said he couldn't comment on the bill specifically but felt the medical marijuana legislation in general needed to be more thought out before it could be approved. 
I don't support the present way in which we're trying to pass marijuana for use in medical situations, Smith said. I'm not against the use of THE for medical purposes. I think there is medical need for it, but I think it needs to be done by those professionals in the medical field, not by the average dispensary run by an entrepreneur. Missouri legalized recreational marijuana in November in the November vote, with the product potentially available to purchase as early as this month. Kansas is one of the three states left with no form of marijuana medical or recreational legalization. The other two states are Idaho and Nebraska. So now, my plot had thoughts on the situation. I just think the entire federal government should just fucking legalize it. There's nothing wrong with marijuana. Marijuana alone is not killing people. It's when you mix marijuana with other shit. Learn how to use your drugs if you're going to use drugs. I mean, come on, man. And marijuana, to me, is not even a drug. It's naturally grown. You don't have to add nothing to it in order to do it. You literally pick it, break it, smoke it. You ain't even got to put it in any papers. Put it right in a bowl. I mean, come on now. There's nothing to it but to do it. Just make the shit legal. There's no problem. I don't see why we are not legalizing marijuana everywhere there's no need for it to be criminalized the only reason it was criminalized is because of our f sorry we're not going to cuss but our fripping government because our government wanted to put black people in jail well i can't just say black people black people people of color any minorities they were trying to put us all in jail for free work labor this is what they were created for jails are basically just the new form of slavery today that we don't have to pay the slaves for. And it's, to me, it's bullshit. There was never anything wrong with marijuana. Our forefathers were smoking motherfucking marijuana. So if our forefathers, like George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, Benjamin Franklin, yeah, all the white guys, if they were smoking pot, why the fuck can't we smoke pot? It was fine back then. It's only not fine now because y'all want to put people in jail for what? Free slave labor. See, that's the whole goddamn point. But that's leading off the subject of the article. I think Kansas should go ahead, legalize everything, and then this way once it's legal, then all you have to do is worry about working with your dispensaries and your growers and getting all that down in impact because that's an important part but if the marijuana is legal that cuts a big chunk of your worry out of the way and now on to the next story this next story seems like a good feel-good story directly from the, the uh, title now this next story is a feel-good story if you go according to the title. It says, California awards $15 million in grants to support local marijuana equity programs. And the article, article goes as follows. California officials on Friday announced that they're awarding $15 million in grants to support local efforts to promote equality in the marijuana industry. 
The Governor's Office of Business and Economic Development, GoBiz, distributed the funds to 16 cities and counties across the state throughout the Cannabis Equity Program for local jurisdictions. Applications opened for the program late last year. This is part of California's effort to use cannabis tax revenue to fund new and existing equity programs for those who have been disproportionately impacted by the drug war. Governor Gavin Newsom, the Democrat, budget proposal for next fiscal year includes $15 million in funding for those programs, and we intend to issue our next grant solicitation on October of 2023, GoBiz said in a notice. Notice reads as follows, announcing the 2022-2023 recipients of the Cannabis Equity Grant Program for local jurisdictions. This program aid local efforts to support equity applicants and licenses through technical support, regulatory compliance assistance, and assistance securing setup capital. Today, California's CA GoBiz awarded $15 million in grants to support local programs promoting equity in the state cannabis industry. Now, that was their Twitter post and the comment. The rest of the article goes as follows. The grants for these fiscal year awarded range from $350,000 for the San Diego County to $1,996,487 for Oakland. GoBiz started accepting applications for an earlier round of grants under the program in 2021, with a total of $35 million made available for localities across the state. This and the next year's funding cap is set at $15 million. The department separately distributed a round of community reinvestment grants last year totaling $35.5 million with tax revenue generated from the recreational marijuana sales. GoBiz announced last year that they've awarded 78 grants to organizations throughout the state that will support economic and social development in communities disproportionately impacted by the war on drugs. The amount of funding and number of recipients for that program increased from 2021 levels, said when the state awarded about $29 million in grants to 58 nonprofit organizations through the CA1CRG program. Meanwhile, California's Department of Cannabis Control, DCC, announced in October that the state would be awarding up to $20 million in marijuana tax-funded grants to universities that carry out research into cannabis science. The policy, including studies on preventing monopolies in the legal industry and securing the genetics of legacy strains. California is also making moves to expand its marijuana market beyond the state's borders with regulations recently seeking a formal option from the state's attorney general's office on whether allowing interstate marijuana commerce would put the state at significant risk of federal enforcement actions. The request for guidance for DCC is a key step that could eventually trigger a law that the governor signed last year, empowering him to enter into agreement with other legal states to import and export marijuana practices. Or products, I'm sorry, marijuana products. Read that again. 
The request for guidance from DCC is a key step that would eventually trigger law by its governor signed last year, empowering him to enter into agreements with other legal states to import and export marijuana products. Newsom also said last year that he wanted to see marijuana federally legalized, in part so that the state's cannabis farmers can legally supply the rest of the nation. I don't know if there's any more. To, yeah, there's more to this article, but I say the same thing. If Carolina, if California did it first, and they've got so much that literally in the news they're burning the fucking marijuana because they got too much and they can't send it nowhere. Uh-uh, start sending that stuff out. Send it out. Send it out. Come on now. Share with the world. Share with the world. Stop making them waste product. America is so flipping wasteful. But I digress, and we finished the article. Separately, in the state legislation, a senator recently refiled a bill to legalize possession of certain psychedelics. After his last attempt was derailed in the 11th hour of the 2022 session. Okay, so that was the end of the article. I could have waited for my rant for the end of the article, but hey, it is what it is. But look, you've got people... They're trying to legalize psychedelics. Psychedelics like uh, mushrooms and acid and stuff like that. No! We just want weed. Just legalize the weed, dude. Like, just legalize the weed. But you know what? I didn't know a lot about Gavin Newsom. Um, what I did hear about him, it seemed like everybody had a negative outlook on the man. But you know what? Gavin Newsom to me is going to be all right in my book. You try to legalize all kinds of stuff. You trying to help other states. You trying to unite America. So that we can be the United States of America. And it's so crazy that the federal government doesn't want to unite the United States of America. But I digress. On to the next story. And with our final story of the morning, we have stumbled upon the Colorado governor promote state's first ever marijuana vending machine. Your homeboy is, oh, he already above board. He above board. He ready to go. Let's see what's in this article. The governor of Colorado is promoting the state's first ever marijuana vending machine, which can package, label, and dispense cannabis products to adult consumers with transactions being completed in as little as 50 seconds. The Automated Cannabis Experience, or ACE, recently launched at one of the Terrapin Care Station's retailers in Aurora. Governor Jared Polis, Democrat, said in a Twitter post on Sunday that it's the first fully automated cannabis kiosk on the market. Whoa, yo, I would love to see that. I would love to see that. That would be freaking amazing. He still needs proof of ID and age to be granted entry. He stressed sharing a Denver Post article in the vending machine. Then they have the Twitter post with the picture of the vending machine. And yo, yo, this machine is high tech. It's touch screen. It's got all these different strength. Like, yo, crazy. But the Twitter article says this dispensary in Aurora is the first cannabis vending machine that is fully automated cannabis kiosk on the market. You still need proof of ID and age to be granted entry. 
So you still got to put your ID in the machine. So that they can prove how old you are and stuff like that. Yeah, so I understand that that is good. Scanning my ID so I can get some weed. Er, yeah, buddy. I'm there, I'm there. I think I might want to take a trip to Colorado. Road trip. Now finishing the article. According to Terrapin, the machine provides a triple check to ensure only those eligible to purchase cannabis are doing so. It's the perfect option for consumers who know exactly what they want to purchase while making life easier for bud tenders. You can focus on customers who need more attention, the company said. Yo, that's amazing. So you can go in the dispensary and just go get your stuff if you know what you want instead of going and standing in line. Oh, oh, yo, my dude. You're flipping amazing if you're allowing these in your state. Yo, Jersey, please get up on this. Please get up on it. Okay, it also emphasizes... It also emphasizes that the machine can be programmed in multiple languages to reach a broad array of consumers and argued that it can free up retail staff to take more time to support shoppers seeking deeper consultation while more familiar customers utilize the technology. That's what I'm saying. You ain't got to stand in line like you part of the medical part. If you know what you're doing and you're recreational, just go get your shit and be out. That is the best way to do it. Oh my God, we need weed vending machines out here. We need them. Oh, do we need them. At the same time, People respond to Polis's tweet by expressing concern that the automating the retail experience could ultimately lead to fewer jobs for humans. No! Like he said, he wants to put the machines in so those that know what they want can go get their stuff. And then the staff and the workers of the or the butt tenders are working with people that have questions. So it actually helps them. It frees them up. It gives them basically an extra person to give out the bud because if you know what you want you just go to the machine put your id in put your credit card in boop, -doo 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 -doo, and there you go it looks like it pops out but for every good thing there's always a flipping naysayer continuing on with the article in any case the marijuana vending machine might be new to colorado but other state cannabis markets have adapted similar technology, including California, where a machine that can serve four customers at once launched in 2020. Yo! Oh, yo! The company behind the technology said it was an especially timely in innovation at the time amid the coronavirus pandemic. A New Hampshire lawmaker responded to Polis's tweet about the vending machine, writing that the technology is the future of new is the future new hampshire deserves as the legislator works to advance bills to legalize adult use cannabis in the state so see with this vendor machine he posted this tweet and yo every all those state lawmakers seem to be okay with it 
Polis has been an active supporter of the state's marijuana industry, issuing pardons for prior cannabis convictions and advocating for federal reform to allow licensed marijuana businesses to access basic financial services available to other traditional markets. For example, at the same time, he's joked about wanting other states like Texas to maintain prohibition so that Colorado can reap the tax revenue benefits of having tourists come to buy weed. The state has also taken steps to promote energy efficiency in the cannabis sector and also ensure social equality in the industry is prioritized. Last year, Polis signed an executive order to provide broad professional licensing protections for workers who use marijuana in compliance with state law. The move also prevents state agencies from assisting in any out-of-state investigations related to lawful cannabis products that could result in employment penalties. Meanwhile, the governor recently named members of a natural medicine advisory board that will help inform psychedelics policies after voters approve a ballot initiative to legalize entheogens and establish cyclobin healing centers last year. Polis said following the vote in November that he's excited about reform, calling psychedelics a promising treatment option for certain mental health conditions. He cheered the approval of the psychedelics ballot measure despite having declined the opportunity to endorse to proposal ahead of the vote. So, basically, Colorado is, they like, all right, we already got the weed on lock. Let's start with the psychedelics. So I bet you, we're about to, uh, shrooms are about to be legalized too. But this is what I understand. Back in the day, they were giving cocaine to kids for medication and morphine. So why can't we just have naturally growing bud? This is natural. That other shit is chemicals mixed together in a lab. Like, come on, people. There is no way that you should be able to not allow us to grow, have, cultivate, and use marijuana. It grows. It's natural. It's like growing a tomato or a watermelon or a cactus or a rose bush. Like, it just grows. Throw the seeds and it will grow. As they said in Field of Dreams, if you throw the seeds, they will grow. No, they didn't say that, but that's my version of it. Yeah, but that's all I've got for this episode. This news is crazy, but just know I got my information off of the webpage, Marijuana Moment. I will give them their props, and I don't want to be sued. I don't want to be copywritten. It's a news article. All right. Have a good day. Smoke up.